You're now tuned into the Fully Booked Podcast with Mace, French and Pox. Enjoy the listen. Where to go? Tell me where to go. Season 11, Fully Booked, the book review. Um, we're reviewing the book Dope Black Boys to Rich Black Man um, today with myself, Mace. Myself, French. Myself, Andrew. And yeah, let's go. Who's ready to, to give off their, to read off their review first or go through their review first? Hey, do, you want it? do you want to take the floor? Um, yeah, why not? You know, well, it doesn't matter anyway, but yeah, I'm happy to go first. Um, I did my review not too long ago, so it's it's fresh off the presser. Um Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. um, I gave this book a four out of five, um, a four out of five for its purpose, information provided, delivery and impact. Um, I didn't think it was a compelling book. And I say compelling by way of being um, being keen to turn the following page. But when I did turn the following page or chapter, I was often surprised with the poignant level of information mm. to which I made a lot of notes um, and they triggered obviously a lot of thoughts. Um, I think historian general was being heard before which is why i may come across initially obviously critical but i've given the book a four because of the detail cognitive behavior um, the black experience and how he used to tell i'm sorry and how he or basically how he told um, his story and obviously in other narratives he used stats which i think is really really cool and obviously important um but also context obviously to back it up he revisits history which i think is also important in general but obviously in our community as well with some of the figures he spoke about in the book, I knew little to a lot of information about them, but the way he delivered the information um, is made me obviously want to know more about, sorry, made me want to know obviously a bit more about these figures who are obviously important obviously to our community, but also the way um, history was shaped. Um, I think in most cases, history repeats itself. And he, I think he did an excellent job in drawing contrast with many things, but also with today and yesteryear. Um, I'll revisit the book because of the amount of quotables and notes I made from various chapters. But obviously, just finishing off, um, here are a few. There's quite a few notes, if I'm honest, so this may take a minute or two. Um, society celebrates overkilling. Sorry, society celebrates overpowering killing. Sorry, what's this? Um, society celebrates overpowering and killing in sports, business, religion, and politics. And is evident, obviously, in history um, today, obviously, with conflict. Obviously, I know he gives the example of Israel and Palestine. And the world embodies um, empowerment. Some of the greatest men in the Bible were killers, Moses, Paul, and David. Today's conflicts, of, well, mention of, yeah, today's conflict in Israel and Palestine is no different from the conflict, obviously, between the Bloods and Crips and the dispute in oil and otherwise, capitalism. Um, they're no different from, obviously, hustling on the block and, obviously, our desires are the same. Self-reflection is necessary to dig deep and ask why I'm prone to making these decisions. Understanding is key to accepting responsibility and improving decision-making in the future. Many black, so apologies, many black young males are labeled for a lack of self-control, but some of the negative conditions we were forced to live in under, uh, sorry, some of the um, negative conditions we were forced to live under are totally, unimagin- um, totally, unimagin- totally unimaginable for the average, average person. Infestations, drugs, not knowing your parents and death. The psychological turmoil from a broken home and other ills led to obviously conflict and internal and external problems. Because of our circumstances, 
in our experiences or having to educate our children on the world, we have a high emotional IQ as opposed to other ethnic groups, obviously, to which obviously I think we've discussed before, maybe obviously in this season or certainly other, um, certainly the, the, the mask of masculinity, I think we discussed that in. Um, gifted IQ, despite not getting good grades in school, he had a high IQ, which is, again, obviously the most for most black kids, I've just mentioned that. Um, practice and master, the art of being proactive versus reactive, dictating your outcome. Um, so a few more. Life becomes amazing, obviously, when you discover what you're passionate about. Talent enables you to connect and move people in a special way, which I think, obviously, a lot of us are passionate about many things, but in particular football, you'll see, obviously, the way that kind of, like, drives people. Will Smith, I think there's a quote from Will Smith. The separation of talent and skill is one of the great misunderstood concepts of people. Miss, sorry, one of the great misunderstood concepts for people who are trying to excel, who have a dream of what they want to do. Um, I thought that was quite interesting. Um, shortcuts will be short-lived because of weak foundations. That on the back of those who obviously want to sell drugs, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the audacity of hope obviously speaks about obviously Barack Obama obviously in believing he'll become obviously um, the president of the United States and obviously prior to him obviously there were well he was the 44th uh, Mandela Mandela's turning point was being able to forgive forgive his jailers Mandela became a mindful leader who became superior at managing his emotions Mandela became committed to reprogramming his mind and perspective Mandela made a conscious decision to outthink out out vision out love any forces of oppression stand in his way of freedom. Um, so there's a bit more. At some point in life, even after achieving great success, you have to come to the realization, <laughs> the realization that it's not all about you and obviously what you can get. Everything in life is done to help set up the best means of evolution for the next era to successfully come after you. There's a few more. Um, you love quotes. You love quotes, man. No, no, yeah, I love these quotes. Um, is I think this is a really important one. No, no, no. Um, it is vitally important to prepare yourself to become the greatest father you can be for when that, for when that time comes. You have the opportunity to fulfill life's greatest purpose. You literally become a superhero. A real great father is better than any sports star or celebrity. Teach them, teaching them love, values, know-how, personality, and education. Education is the most powerful weapon we can use to change our world. And world around us, learning itself is so powerful. It right. No, so powerful, powerful because it creates the building blocks for wherever you, wherever it is you we wish to desire um, for our lives. Um, oh, where are we? Um, if you don't love yourself, your neighbours are in trouble. Obviously, I mentioned that in in our last um, recording. Um, said it's true. Yeah. And the most important, the most important and valuable thing you can own is your mind, your thoughts, ambitions, and ability to process events are all on your mental home court. No one can stop you from dreaming about what you want to be. Once you convince yourself that your thoughts and visions can can become reality, no challenges in the world can stop you unless you let them. Never give away its power or thought to anybody. Always control your mind. Uh, I think there's a couple more. Yeah, a few more. Um, uh, man's <laughs> man's greatest fascination these are quite good man's greatest fascination has been with immorality man is still trying to figure out how do i physically live forever the greatest thing to live in the late the great sorry the closest thing to living forever is having an impact in life that can even after you're gone you're remembered for a long time and by others 
reading also makes you think in ways that allow you to expand limited perceived boundaries of the mind to being unlimited. It gives you the confidence to do all types of things because you've empowered yourself with the knowledge and know how to do it. Um, just finishing off, there's a few more, but Kufman states that um, st <laughs> studies show it takes 20 hours to become very knowledgeable about a new subject. In 20 hours, you can tackle the learning curve of knowing how to do, knowing, knowing nothing about a skill to being reasonably good at it and knowing more than most people know about that subject. Um, and my last one, having political power without economic is like a driver's license with no car to drive. Economic wealth is the core anchor to develop infrastructure. That is my book review. I could have went over a few more quotes, but um, uh, that would have, that might have been a bit much. No, I think you hit, the, you hit the nail on the head and mashed it through, boy. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> so you're giving, it a, you're giving it a four out of five, yeah? So the, the only improvement you say is that you, even though you got all the inf you got a lot of information from the book, what you're saying is that it didn't inform you to keep turning the page. Is that the only thing you'd say? What, yeah, what? No, so I, I was. I didn't like when I was reading the book. Um, I was pleasantly pleasantly surprised yeah, yeah, yeah. at the level of information that was in the book. But I wasn't like with other books that I've maybe read in recent time. I've been very keen to turn the next page and find out what's yeah. next. I didn't actually get that vibe from the book, but I can't yeah. front on the book in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. The level of information in it and its purpose and direction yeah, was very yeah. good. Yeah, man, great. Mm. Um, no, um, you can do if you want. Yeah, yeah, go uh, for it. All right, cool. Right, so dope black boy to rich black man. So this book paints the story of Christopher Freeman, a young black, what some might say, hustler, or I prefer the term entrepreneur, who learns from an early age the art and skill set required to turn one dollar into two. Unfortunately for Christopher, the means by which he tried to accomplish this in his early years was via the wrong side of the law. And after being placed under investigation for drug offences, Christopher found himself behind bars, what's at the peak of his money-making drug empire. What Christopher realised whilst being behind bars was that he had the art of hustling down to a T. And if he could do it in the streets, he could do it in the corporate world with the right attitude, commitment, focus, drive and mindset. After coming out of prison of a reformed character, Christopher set his sights on the female hair industry and wanted to become successful, successful dealing hair products, mainly weaved to black women. After all, who, who, uh, who better than us than our own to, to, to know what the, what, the, what the black woman wants with her hair? Um, after finding the best product for the best price and offering the best customer service, Christopher was able to become a successful businessman with his hair range, beautiful hair for you, becoming renowned within the, within the cosmetic industry. That was a brief synopsis, yeah? So for mm -hmm. me, um, this book was a really enjoyable read. I love the whole change in mindset Christopher shows and his stay positive attitude throughout. What I really mm -hmm. loved was how powerful he'd regularly make me feel by reiterating throughout how great the black man is, that we are destined for greatness, we come from great heritage, and we must continue to pursue our goals and dreams. What was even more amazing about the book is the fact Christopher places so much emphasis on how important it is to look back through history at some of the great leaders that have gone before us and the adversity that they had gone through to make any type of headway in our day. This is powerful. It paints a picture that they have lit the torch and died for this cause so that we can carry it and shine bright. The book, the, <clears throat> the book is split into two halves for me. The first half is Christopher going through his early life, his mindset, him going to prison, him changing his mindset, him grinding, grinding to get to the pinnacle he's at now. The second half telling us what we can do to help ourselves to achieve great things, what and who have, what have, what and who have been before us and what this means to our race, culture and existence. A really superb book for me, 
Poker, I'll probably give it, if we're doing out of five, I'll probably give it a five or a nine out of 10. So 4.5. Um, I'll recommend it to any young man who wants to change his life around. Young being, when I look at young, I look at what age was I still impressionable? Um, if, if, yeah, and I'd say teenage years. Like, you're not, it depends on where you come from, where you've grown up, but you're typically not too far gone. So any young man who wants to change his life around, but especially young men, who, who are not yet knee-deep in the streets. I think if you're knee-deep in the streets, like, I think, French, you made a, a really good point, either during the course of us going through the book or when we had Swift Georgian, where you said, like, at one point you weren't hearing it. Anyone, I think I asked the question once to, who could have sat you down or what could have made you change your mind? You said at one point you weren't hearing that, and I think that's the same. If you're knee-deep in the streets, reading this book is still going to be... Um, I don't think it's going to change you. That's why you have to get the people, them, who... Um, are still are kind of borderline. The other people I recommend this book to are those who are in prison serving a sentence who, like Christopher, are ready for a change of mindset but don't have the kind of inspiration, don't know where to go, just, just need something to, to trigger a switch. And maybe those who are in prison serving a certain length of bird, those who have maybe been out on the road or the curbside for a certain amount of time, hasn't paid off for them, and they're just like, you know what, forget this, but what do I do next? I think Christopher's mm. a, shine, a shining example of that. Um, for me, as I said, the book would definitely get a five or a nine out of ten. Um, what I really liked about the book was my my kind of um, before opening the book, what I had in mind. Don't black boy, rich black man. It was going to be all about this. I, I don't know why I pictured Fifty Cent in my head, and I had this vision that it was going to be about about ninety five percent of the book was going to be about this guy that was really out here knee deep in the streets, and he'd go through every and each and every example of the streets. And then, um, and then, like, there's just like he kind of something happens where he where he switches his mindset. What I liked about the book was the fact that, yeah, you had your first maybe two first no sorry half of the book where he he said a little bit. He didn't go knee deep into the gritty and granular detail. He said a little bit about the book about what he was like in the streets. He doesn't go into he didn't go into too much detail. I like the fact that oh, sorry I'll break it into thirds. That first third is that the second third is almost the prison bit, his mindset changing, why it changed, the, the whole scenario where I think they was doing a role play in prison and it finally clicked about like how the kid, like um, that need that he's just served up, what about the kids who's, who's getting fed in the house, all that clicking into gear, into motion. And then that, and then that kind of last word, what I loved was that he's giving you the spiel first on like, you know, um, this is what, this is where I was, this is why I changed my mindset, this is what I become myself. What I loved and what I wasn't expecting from the book was the fact he then went into this last third of the book where he speaks about some real historical figures, some real figureheads, leaders, and what they've done in their time and what they've done to pave the way. And he, he as you said, Pete, he hasn't made it because I was worried for a second. I was like, what's all this history? But then when I've read it through, I was like, do you know what? It, it kind of, do you know, what? it makes the book whole. And what I liked about it, it's gone deeper than what I expected. He's gone into depth. He's gone into detail about, these people have gone before us in a different era, a different era, what they've done in terms of in terms of trying to get things equal for us, in terms of standing up for their rights, in terms of being powerful and leaders. I love how he's molded that all. And he just touches on certain figureheads um, that's gone before us. Not, not in, in huge detail, but enough detail that it leaves you wanting a little bit of a taste for more, Peter. Research them, but then to also look inside yourself and think, right, I must have some greatness too. And that's what I love, the fact that he reiterates, I think it's at the end of every chapter, might be wrong, he reiterates how great the black man is. And he felt like he was speaking to me and, and, and us three, should I say, because he, he directly says, 
young black man or young or black man or black king, like he always keeps saying that you are great, you are superb. It's all about like that mindset and just someone telling you, stay positive, you're great, you can do it, you're destined for greatness. You're not here to be robbing and killing. You're here for a purpose, trust me, just believe in yourself. Loved all that about the book. And 100%, I remember my cousin, um, one of my girl cousins, her son is 15. And about six months ago, she actually hit me up and she was like, I really want him to, I want, I want to get him a book to read. And I was thinking, what can I get him to read? I recommend a couple. This is going to get to that list. You know why? Because it's not a difficult read. There's not a lot of big, um, there's not a lot of words you can't understand. It's an easy read. It's a nice read. It's got some history there as well. Because I remember when I done history at school, I didn't learn about any of these figures that, um, he, that he speaks about. I learned about one of them, which was Martin Luther. And that was it. That's all that got touched upon. And it's the same thing in every school. I have a dream speech. That's it. So I love that. I love that part. I love the fact he touches on the early part of his life, the street stuff, because at 14, 15, 16, when you're like, you're kind of, everything's new, everything's exciting. He touched on that part of his life and where it led to. And the fact that, yeah, it was exciting to him when he sold his first rock, he doubled it up. His cousin told him, hold that. He went and shot it, bought it back, made a change and said, right, is that easy to make money? But then he shows you what it leads to. Yeah, I had the fast cars and the women all got squashed back down to zero when I went inside. Woman left me, money dried up. I had to start again. Love all that. So for me, if we're doing out of five, five out of five, if out of 10, nine and a half, maybe even borderline of 10, I really love the book. Good, um, good review, man. Cheers, man. Uh, didn't, didn't freestyle that one this time. No, half freestyle. <laughs> half, half, half notes, half freestyle. <laughs> no, that's dope. That's dope. That's dope. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. I'll jump in. So I've been a dope black boy. I'm in the process of becoming a financially rich black man. And I say financially because I'm, I'm rich in many other different ways. So naturally, the title of the book appealed to me. The authors set the tone from the jump by asking thought-provoking rhetorical questions, which automatically gets you thinking about the state of society and how young black males are displayed in it. But rather than sit on the questions and allow them to stew in your consciousness, a statement rally call or as I liken to it, a public service announcement is made with immediately, which immediately filled me with a hope, pride, and a snippet of rocket fuel for an agenda which presides further into the book. The agendas include having a positive realization, knowledge of self, and collective unity. This is all done under the guise of the title Hustler's Ambition. If you know anything about a hustler's ambition, you know it never dies. It gets transferred to another hustle thus alluding to the title Dope Black Boy to Rich Black Man, a transfer of hustle from boy to man. The content page, the contents page and chapter titles are repetitive, which can be confusing if you wanted to jump in at a certain aspects of the book. However, I would say the book is written in a format similar to the title, so as to identify the process and transition of one end of the spectrum to the other. This book wouldn't be usually be found in the self-development genre, yet it could settle in there as the message pervade is, is of, of self-improvement. Based solely on the consistent, constant message and reiteration of the line, young black male, you are great, is empowering and evidently intentional for a specific, for a specific demographic, demographic to read these words and feel empowered to take steps of self-improvement and fulfillment. Even if the reader is not of the said demographic, it's easy to detect the author's intent, which isn't to exclude and marginalize, but rather isolate and boost morale of a section of society which has been continuously deterred from positive self-determination. 
The book is written from a point of view of a high school dropout turned illegal drug hustler, a two-time felon that has, that has had a 180-degree mindset change who transitions into a multi-millionaire businessman. I, don't, I personally don't believe there's a question of whether you agree or disagree with the author's perspective as a person's life experience are just that, an experience. But if push comes to shove, I agree wholeheartedly with, the, with their viewpoints. Although for clarity and trans transparency of my review, there was amount of disparity of the angle chosen when speaking of historical events. For example, on page 226, they, the authors, speak of Africa and our centered and our ancestors as they, instead of we, as speaking from a separate standpoint. So they've written it, but the way I read it was, and I say it revised, we never felt we were on, we never felt we were one united people, where they wrote, they, they felt they were never one united people. Additionally, the statement of every person you've ever known or seen was created by sex, which is on page 192, is technically false, but this, that's as far as I'm gonna go in, far, in regards to nitpicking. One of my favorite quotes early on in the book is, master the art of bringing proactive versus reactive. This means dictating what you want the outcome of the situation to be before an uncontrollable outcome is dictated upon you. That's a brilliant nugget of wisdom for the younger or elder, a universal truth. The thesis is easily easily flows throughout the book with a constant stop sign pointing to the intended reader. It's in written in an informal style which suits the intended audience with youthful and cultural references to convey the message and apply relevant analogies. All concepts are clearly defined, but at times feel slightly rushed or even unnecessary to the points of being conveyed, yet fills in with the overall message of the book as they somewhat tie in to eventual points indirectly. For example, the mention of melanin and the sun being the most vital source of energy to every living thing, which then relates to ancient Rome and ancient Greece to then coincide with European exploration, which coils back to modern Africa, slavery and its implications. All relevant points being made, but deviates from the main thread of the book, yet summarizes by linking them all together. The concluding chapter summarizes with great points of commitment and signs of an analogy which refers to individualism and teamwork being the catapult for the necessary change required we want to see in ourselves and our global community. The bibliography is extensive and full of additional information to research if you choose to do so. Overall, I think this is a great book to read or give, or give as a gift for the younger generation, especially those on the cusp of entering the possibility of looking at the fork in the road and deciding which way to go. So I've given this book a 4.5 out of 5. And that's my book review. Yeah. Well, I, I really the, I really like the book. I'll be honest. Like At one point, I was worried that Angle and Avenue was going down. But then I read further. I was like, no. Nah, I really, really like the book. Really mm. like the book. Really like the book. And it, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I agree with Pete in regards to, like, the fact that it wasn't your your classic turn like page turner. So I wasn't like excited to pick up the book again every time I put it back down. But at the same time, every time I did pick it up, I was I was um I was happy that I did one yeah, for one yeah, I was definitely happy that I did pick it up 
and I was learning something each time, even though some of it may be things that I already was privy to, but then there were some parts that I was unaware of. So um, overall, it was a good book, but I wouldn't say that I'd, I'd pick it up to read again. I'd more gift it to someone and say, have this and have a read for it. But I wouldn't necessarily say I personally need to, to read through it again. Being that it's a similar journey and it's a journey that we see quite often in the news or the films or in music. And it's, it's, it's literally a lot of us are dope black boys that go into rich black men. So it's not a unique story per se, but uh, a story that should be told either way. So, yeah, I agree with that, what you're saying, I Pete. Yeah, um, I felt like, um, I, I can't remember what, what I said specifically, uh, not that you're questioning any way, shape or form. Um, I felt there was like, as we were reading the book, or certainly as I was reading the book, and obviously I knew we we're, were due to obviously have this conversation, not the, the book review, but the previous conversations, I went through it and I was obviously surprised as to um, the level of information he provided as to obviously previous, let's call them scholars, okay? Um, and it made me think to myself, actually, I need to go back and read that again. You know what I mean? And that, you know, sometimes you can read something once and although you understand or you've taken the information, that's a point of history or a part of history that I feel needs to be a part of you. And I felt with that in particular, with maybe one or two other bits and bobs, I would like to have a, like a glaze over again. Or as I mentioned before, actually, I feel there's parts of the book I really need to do, do some research on, such as we'll, we'll go and obviously the Dubois and the, um, I forgot his name, the Booker T. Washington and just things like that. Mm. I think essentially we're all saying the same things, yeah. but just in like uh, a different way, because as I said, in regards to the bibliography, there's extensive research that you can go and look at like as you mentioned there like to go and look for more information on Booker T Washington or W.E.B. Dubois um, again I was aware of them I've got a couple of their books but there were some things I wasn't aware of so mm -hmm. this is why I found the book interesting but um, yeah 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 no it's yeah I think everyone's in agreement. four out of five four point five more or less the same everyone's kind of got the same book review essentially yeah I'm, and i don't know if mason you're going to jump in but i'm quite glad obviously i think mostly we pretty much said the same thing but i felt we said even different things or maybe additional things and i think there's things mm -hmm. that mason said and, and, and yourself french that you said that for oh you know what i didn't quite quite say that but i would have added that to my book review so i mm -hmm. felt it was quite um well-rounded if that makes any sense yeah yeah facts yeah. go on uh, mason no i was gonna say yeah that's the wrap up then yeah all right, cool. It's quick, quick, easy, in and out, in and out today, no, boy. Man. Yeah, guys, fully booked, um, fully booked at gmail.com and obviously on the Instas and socials for E Letter E booked. Um, check us out, man. That's the book review for Dope Black Boy to Rich Black Man. Look out for the next season and our next coming guests. Cool. In a bit. Peace. Cool. Nice one. All right, one. Tell me what you